Hello, and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be playing the overlord, Alistair Upperton. Hello, my name is Julia, and my pronouns are she, her. I will be playing Eve Sturgeon, the ogre class. Hello, my name is Sean, pronouns are he, him. I'm going to be playing Plank, the mascot. My name is Jane, my pronouns are they, them, and I will be playing Kit Bootstrap, the, or the orc. Hi there, my name is Jonathan, my pronouns are they, them, and I will be playing the Outlander, Johann Falk. And this is Fellowship, Fall of the House of Upperton. Just as a heads up, this episode is me mixing two of our recordings together into one, which means that the first half of the episode and the later half of the episode might sound a little off from each other. For clarification, in the last episode I used the Overlord move Reveal an Unwelcome Truth twice. This is one of the Overlord's most powerful moves as it lets me really mess with the group. After rereading all that it can do, I'll make sure in future recordings to use it a bit more dramatically, as just finding out that two of my plans were at stage two of three was a little on the light-handed side. Also, make sure to listen in after the episode for our session four outtakes. On this episode, the Fellowship continues with their totally normal barbecue, Kit saves some kids, Johan gets embarrassed, and Plink takes center stage while Eve does her thing. This is episode seven, A Totally Normal Barbecue, part two. spotlight over to what is going to be part four of the plan. Who is doing that? Which is gathering the crowd. Mm-hmm. Which I'm probably going to need Johan to help me hype up mm-hmm. because I feel like... You could also help Johan hype up and because yes. I know that you are literally the last part of the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Or also, Plank could help uh, hype up Johan. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be sticking close to Johan after what just happened. Um, while Johan and Plank have a quiet moment, um, now Plank, the last part of this plan is very important. I know that you are very good with helpful words and guiding advice for for people. Uh, is there anything you can do to potentially help Eve get a give a give her best in this last stage of the plan? I mean, I can offer some words of encouragement, but everything you guys have done up to this point has been you. I haven't done anything. Well, I was just wondering if maybe there's a little magic you could send Eve's way to make sure that the uh, caper flies through. Um, you know what? I will be there to support her, but I think Eve has got this. Okay. Okay. So, um, Johan is going to go up to Eve. Eve, have you selected your caber yet? Oh, yes. Yes, I have. And you see, like, she just kind of trots on over to the field. She moves some bushes. It's huge. It's, like, as almost as big around... As, like, if you took all of the Fellowship and, like, doubled them and then wrapped them up, it's it's just, I have no basis of comparison. Mm-hmm. I have no basis of comparison for this thing. Like It's gigantic. It's just big. It's, it's bigger than the drill. It's Yeah, it's bigger than the drill. In terms of diameter. 
Do you think you could carry that and pick it up and follow me along? One arm just slips it onto her sh- onto her shoulder. Come along, please. Johan is going to um, go up to Steve mm-hmm. and uh, may I borrow your top hat? Well, yeah, Johan. You know you've been a real good friend to me, and uh, you know I feel that you're part of the family, so I'll share your top hat with you, or my top hat with you. You know what? Maybe we'll get one made for you. That you seem like you'd be a great part of Upperton Corps. That'd be splendid. I will take off my my ridiculous poofy hat that I have as part of my Lanschneck uniform, and I will put the top hat on, and I will twirl my mustache and begin. Come one, come all! Behold the gigantic slime ogre! Throw the huge caber as far as she can! You'll never believe it! See if you can throw a caber yourself! Come one, come all! See the caber toss! Starting in 15 minutes, the caber toss! And I'm going to walk around the barbecue just like that, uh, basically voguing Eve as best I can um, in order to uh, draw as much attention as possible. Okay, uh, that is going to be a talk. Uh, that's either going to be a keep them busy or a talk set. Um, in the background as he's doing that, I'm just like flexing and like doing... Pu- uh lifts with the trunk in the background effortlessly with this okay. ridiculous tree trunk. And I am I am very, uh, like, full carnival barker, like, gesturing with the top hat and, like, you know, uh, um, putting as much showmanship into this as I can. Okay. Um, you said that was either keep them busy or talk sense. Yeah. I think that one, of, one or the other kind of works. Because um, you are trying to technically keep them busy... But also, you're talking to them, so it's like a... I think I'm going to talk sense, and I'm going to appeal to their emotions. Because this is very much a, like... Which is a wisdom role. Yes. I I want them to come see the spectacle. I want them to be excited about this. I want them to maybe feel a sense of competition and want to come try it out. Like, I want to get as many people excited about this as possible. Okay. So, that is going to be a wisdom role? Yeah. Um, With Eve helping me, do I get hope for this? Um... Given the way that she's helping hype everything up, yes, I will say that you get hope for it. All right. You see, everybody, after they're out of the smog for a couple hours, they start kind of coming back to normal, yeah. right? Okay. Oh, no. You know, this is the second time I have been one-off for rolling a triple, which would automatically pass as a 10. Don't you already know how things are going to go? I do. Thank you for reminding me. Wait, one off from that, rolling a triple? Why is that? Three ones. Yeah, three um, ones. So. Do you not get it on a double? Um, if all of my dice in a roll match. Mm, okay, yeah, so if you hadn't rolled with Pope, then that might have been. Yeah. Although, uh, I do have fool me once. Uh, Julia's absolutely right. Um, and I can re-roll one of the dice. If I roll... roll okay. So I feel like... Well, what I was going to say is I'm going to roll the two that I rolled because it's either going to be, if I get a six, plus one is going to be a seven, uh, and that's going to push me over. So a five or a six would work because I have one one wisdom. Or a one is going to pass as a ten or higher. So I have a 50-50 chance to do this, according to math. Okay, let's see if um, math likes you. Uh, math, math I play a- Warhammer 40k. <laughs> D6s hate me. Let's find out. Nope, two again. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> Twos always roll into twos. Yep. Oh, God. A four. That's really useful. Um, but not in this specific but situation. But not in this specific situation. Johan is the one trying to keep them busy. Right, exactly. 
That's the one I will share with Plank. <laughs> That's <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> I thought it would be funny. So, this fails in some way to get their attention. I mean, you also get to learn a truth. Uh, so, or I get to make some kind of hard cut against it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that the people look to you and are not impressed uh, out past a certain distance because Johan has forgot to turn the damn thing off. He's not used to dealing with these new fangled te- technologies. You know what? Fair. Um, so that's why that the role is so, like, not great. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, when you do go to, like, Steve, uh, Steve comes up and, go- and tries to show you how to, uh, how to turn it on, I'm going to ask you uh, to pay some kind of price because it, it kind of backfires on you in some way. Oh, it, uh, cuts, it, it, it like explodes in your maybe, ear. Maybe it shocks you. Maybe it uh, knocks out some of your hearing for a little bit. Maybe it, uh, maybe uh, something with your gear interferes, or maybe I don't know. Maybe it blows up and causes collateral damage. Maybe you lose the rest of your mustache. <gasps> he just got his mustache. Just got I did. Maybe you'll lose your mustache again. So. I have an idea. Okay. As this thing uh, malfunctions and shocks Johan, um, someone in the audience, or someone someone in the sort of gathering crowd is going to crack a joke about how Johan can't hit the broadside of the barn. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be extremely embarrassing to Johan mm-hmm. um, and damage his sense. Okay. Um... Sounds so, good. if you have a quip or something you want to hit me with, and the whole crowd is going to laugh at Johan. Hey, yo, look at that old man. First he couldn't hit his monocles, and now he can't even turn on his fucking hat. What a stupid nerd. <laughs> now, I... Uh, <clears throat> Your other hat was stupid, too. <laughs> listen here. I, I, uh, oh, listen to me. I'm the old man. Listen here, we old whippersnapper. Why don't you go back to your old, your old man town, old man? Uh, Johan is going to uh, ask Steve to continue trying to get people to 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 go to the caver toss, and he's going to go take a walk. He's not going to throttle another Arkin <laughs> stooge. <laughs> He's working on anger management. Look, Satisfactron has still not been released. We can't do this right now. Oh, uh, look, look at this old man. He's gonna go sit in his little, in his little pop up. Even gonna reach over and very calmly be like, "Sounds like you want to do the first toss. Come on now." I don't know if you got the stones to take me on, do you? He looks to you. You know what? Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. And he go and he stands up from the chair that he was at, eating his barbecue. And as he does, you see that he is suddenly. Uh, have you ever seen that that episode of The Simpsons with the really tiny guy in the real or yes. the really yes. in the tiny car? He's the, that guy. That fucking happens. Something no, no, it's, um, my automobile. it's it's that scene from Kung Fu Hustle 
where the the main character is trying to like pick a fight with the various like people. He tries to fight like the old man, and then he points to a kid in the crowd, and the kid stands up, and he's shaped <laughs> like a fucking Dorito, like he's just all muscle. And he's like, no, no, not you. Sit down. <laughs> That's all right. Now this is all in good fun. It looks like you could use for some good fun. You know what? Yeah, I could use some good fun. I'll be the first up on the caber toss. Fantastic. Let's see what you got going. See if those arms work as fast as those lips. Johan is going to be in the angry dome. <laughs> so, uh, where are you? So Steve's going to go around. Uh, so I feel like that now is the time to say, like, you have had some scenes with Steve. Mm-hmm. Do you want to form a bond with Steve? Uh, yeah, I think I would like to form a bond with Steve. What, what bond with Steve do you have? Steve trusts Johan's managerial experience. Steve's okay. the worst. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have you damage Steve stat one to have, to have you guys succeed at part four. Sure. Alright. I don't know what his, uh, I don't know what his two stats are yet, but <laughs> one of his stats is damage to get that done. Um, his stats, uh, should be... We can work that out later. Yeah. Yeah, we can work that out later. Okay. Fast talker, smooth talker, work work the crowd, kayfabe, I don't know. <laughs> his two stats are teamwork makes the dream work, and work smarter, not harder. Um... Synergistic Management Solutions. Ugh. Yeah, that's his first stat, is Synergistic Management Solutions, and his second stat is, um, when you're here, your family. <laughs> Gross. Alright. <laughs> and I would like to damage when you're here, your family. Okay, sounds Thank good. you! This guy is going to get up, and he is going to go over, which, so, as we swing the spotlight over to Eve. Howdy, Elle. Which way is the caber toss supposed to go towards? Is it going towards the town, or is it going away from town? It's supposed to go towards it. Yeah. No, not your caber toss. Yeah, no, all of them. All of them? Okay. Yeah. Because, like, the way we had it set up... I just want to make sure. Yeah. Because we'd, we'd gotten up to the clearing, and it just made more sense to clear back rather than clear forward. Okay. So this guy... I think. ...stands up, and he is seven feet tall... Made of muscle. Okay. Looks to you and goes, Give me the biggest one that you have. Eve sets hers down. Takes it. He looks at and goes, Okay. One moment. He reaches into one of his pockets, pulls out an inhaler, shakes it vigorously. And then this guy gets fucking ripped. He gets fucking swole on Upperton brand asthma inhalers. I mean, it is technically a steroid. (laughs) And he takes this thing, flips it once, flips it twice, and on the third flip, just goes, yeet! And it goes. Doesn't go... In the town. Okay. But it is going to be a hard thing for the rest of the crew to pass up on that uh, start. Well, that was mighty impressive. Good thing I got this here rope in my ingenuity. Bring me that pile of logs, boys. Eve's going to take her rope 
and the rest of the logs that she's gathered and strapped them into one, doubling the size of the original. Okay. Now, everyone else has to participate in this caber toss first. That's fun. <laughs> okay. Can I see your character sheet real quick? Is it, I'm just trying to f- figure out how you're able to just, like, throw stuff. Like, I know that you're giant and, like, are, are an ogre. So I don't like, feel like this is that complicated, though. No, no, I don't feel like it is either. I just want to make sure that there isn't, like, a move that no. you haven't picked up that, like, this is required for. Because this does seem, like, hyper-specific. No, it's not. Okay. In that case, then, I'm totally cool with you being able to do this. This is literally part of your playbook of being bigger than everyone, except for, I think, the giant playbook, and, like, just being able to pick stuff up and throw it as far as possible. It's literally part of your thing. And if it's not, you know what? This is fun. And the first rule of tabletopping is do what's fun. Hey. Hell yeah. So. So, the caber toss keeps going. Some people are not able to do it, but, you know, they give it their best shot. Some people make it pretty far, but no one comes close to that first guy. Now, I believe that Plink has a thing that they needed to help out Eve with. Um, I was just going to try and uh, give them a little pep talk. uh, Hopefully give them hope to roll with. (laughs) Give them hope? Okay. So, Eve, it is now your turn with the final caber toss. Here's where it gets fun. Okay. Okay. So, Eve has allowed everyone to do their caber toss, and then she has taken all the re- the logs and bound them together in one. Mm-hmm. And I, so I don't imagine this is going to stay together super well. Okay. So this is where it gets fun. So she's going to go and lift the log and do one, and then you start to notice that the rope might be kind of a little undone. Mm-hmm. And she's going to do two. Oh, that rope ain't going to last. And then three. And then they launch. Okay. And what I'm hoping is that everyone panics that the logs are going to destroy the town. But instead, they all fall in perfect little spears hitting the drill and the support networks around it in multiple points like a bunch of buckshot. And then the final one, like, just is the one that, like, smashes the drill over. Yes. Okay. Roll. That sounds like... It sounds like a blood roll. Uh, Okay. uh, With hope? With hope, since Blink's there, uh, giving you a pep talk. That's a 12. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. All right. So that goes off without a hitch. Phase two, plan in motion. So everything has led up to this moment as the multiple cabers are flying through the air. You all have had don't get caught damage three times, which means that I'm allowed to put three complications into this plan. The first complication that I'm going to put into this plan is one called Little Town of Heroes. Hmm? The townsfolk, seeing what's about to happen, are going to do their best to stop it from happening. Okay. 
the townsfolk are going to get out their uh, Upperton branded uh, large rifles and uh, small cannons and start attempting to shoot the cabers out of the sky. That is going to be my first complication that I'm going to throw at you all for this plan. <laughs> I just imagine someone reaching behind them and pulling out a full-ass fucking cannon and just, just going to town. And this is somehow going to do less damage to the town than the caber. <laughs> okay. How are you all who are in town going to deal with that? Because I have complications coming your way. Yeah, cannons. <laughs> You said, how are those of us in town? No, how are those of you at the barbecue going to deal with this? I mean, I feel like that Eve just had the spotlight, so I would like to know how Plink and Johan are going to deal with it before Eve gets I mean, I could pretty easily, but it does involve completely blowing our cover. You know what? Risk it for the biscuit. I don't have any ideas. What was your plan, Plink? Um, I I can just draw their attention to something that's not firearm related. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, this is, this is gonna be bad. Seeing everybody go for their guns and cannons <laughs> and somehow knowing that this is going to mean doom for our plan because these people can shoot cabers out of the sky with their cannons they have. <laughs> uh, Plink is going to panic Roll up into a ball out in front of this crowd of people, unroll, jump up on his two legs, hold his hands out, and go, Stop! <laughs> you okay? <laughs> it's a talking armadillo. So, please roll me. I guess this is going to be a keep them busy. Okay. Well, it's either keep them busy or talk sense. I should have given him God of War. <laughs> Do you think that this is a keep them busy or a talk sense? I imagine it's keep them busy because I'm trying to You're trying stop to get them, them to stop. I'm trying shooting. to get them to stop from. Okay. Because obviously, what they're about to do is going to like just the physics. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I imagine the keep them busy. Planky all stop. Freezes for a moment, and then just starts, Hello, my baby! Hello, my darling! Hello, my ragtime gal! Not now, because you already... Because then you, cause now you just said it. Oh, I can't, damn, so sorry. I can't do that. <laughs> Alright, uh, that is... Uh, what was that? Was that sense? Uh, keep them busy is with courage. Courage. Oh, no. Alright. You can do this. No, I can't. Oh, that's hey! How about that? What total is that? That is a total of nine. A total of nine. So, with keep them busy on a seven to a nine, you can only solve them for a short time. That's and they will retaliate against you when the time is up. Oh no! So. They've got guns! <laughs> <laughs> this so. is some dappy duck shit. They all look at you, and they just kind of go, as the cabers are f- flying through the air towards their destined positions. They just kind of go, Wait a minute! That there's a talking armadillo! Armadillos don't talk! And we're going to swing the spotlight over to Kit. Oh no! So Kit, there's, I'm going to use one of my other complications as you and the kids have finished getting your ill-gotten goods of screws and have 
shoot, uh, are, are starting to head back towards the barbecue. You can see the cabers are coming in way sooner than you expected. And some of, and some of the shrapnel from them that, like the, that as they are, have been launched with the immense velocity that would be required to launch multiple trees into the air. Some of the shrapnel that, like, like, random branches and bits of bark are now turning into small little projectiles that are peppering the street side. How do you and the children deal with this? Um, Kit is going to start harrying the children just, like, into the closest building. Okay. Um... Because that is somewhat safer than out on the street. Mm-hmm. Okay, safety deputy time uh, over is now safety sheriff time. And, uh, it's raining trees. Here, go, go, go. Go, 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 go. In here, in here. It's raining trees. That's okay. supposed to happen. I'm just, like, a little yapping dog at the heels of sheep just getting these children into whatever building is closest to them on the street. Okay. So, you get them into the building. Um, I feel like this is going to be an overcome roll, because you're trying to stop damage from coming Mm -hmm. to the kids. So, make me an overcome roll, which is with blood. That is a ten. Ten? Okay. Excellent. You are able to get the kids in into uh, a nearby building and the shra- uh, as soon as it, you all get in and close the door like there was just like a sudden peppering of like oaken shrapnel that just like <laughs> those, those kids this is bad for them to be outside right now and as you come into uh, into the building you can see that there are a few other people that are just kind of hanging out inside here, and they look to you all and go, What's going on? What's going on out there? Okay, so it's gonna sound real weird, but it's raining trees. There must have been a logging accident up on the bridge, and now it's raining trees, so we gotta stay in here where there's no trees. They nod to you, but a few of them are look concerned. <gasps> A logging accident? But my kids are up there near the logging and they're gonna go... No, 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 Talk sense. You're trying to keep them in? That is definitely a talk sense. I have a thing for talk sense. Oh, no, that's... Oh, no, that's when I look closely at someone. Okay. That's a six. Oh, no. Oh, real hot tonight. So, as you say this, the person... Just kind of goes. No, why am I, I'm not going to listen to you. I I have kids up there. I have to go out and do this. As you go out, as it, he goes out, he goes past you, and you see this guy just like get shredded. Oh by no! A as the we hor- just made an orphan. <laughs> as the horrors of. Like, he just kind of like, I'm sorry, he doesn't just get shredded. He like, he takes it in the leg and he goes, oh, no, my leg. (laughs) And he like comes back in and he's like, okay, next time I'll listen to you. As the overlord has just kind of, 
the hard cut against you is just showing you that the world is not a uh, a nice place to be. Mm-hmm. We're going to swing back up to the top where that Clink has just revealed himself as a talking armadillo, and guns and cannons are now leveled at the talking armadillo. You know, I bet there's some kind of reward for a talking armadillo. Yeah. Let's get him, guys! <laughs> right in front of Plank. Right in front of Plank? Now... Between him and the cannons. I have something for this. Can I damage Steve's synergistic management solution stat to get them all caught up in corporate speak over the reward structure for a talking armadillo and get them to forget what they were doing? I'm going to say no, because I think that literally Julia has a thing, or Eve has a thing that is literally built for, for this, okay, okay. which is that God of War thing. So I'm using go- uh, Mighty Leap to leap exactly in front of Plank, and then I am using the hills. I'm literally turning into a wall. Okay. Oh. They're going to, like, basically like be like, yeah, no, we got them. And they're literally going to open fire onto, pl- onto Plank. I'm using Protect the Little Ones, and my armor takes it. At this point, Steve is going to do synergistic management solutions. Guys, you can't get a reward for a talking armadillo if it's dead. You fools! <laughs> so first of all, we have to figure out an exact structure in which we would organize the reward. and they, then... they go through and give the, well, we need to do this, this, and this to figure out the reward. We've got to figure Different this out. Metrics. I'm imagining that scene from It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World where they're trying to figure out how to divvy up the reward that the dead guy gave them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, if we split it up by car and by person, then you get this many shares, and you get that many shares, and it just takes way too damn long. Mm-hmm. So yes, I have damaged my the hills uh, stat armor that I only get when I protect the little ones. There you go. And I just imagine my skirt just balloons out. <laughs> As you take all of the fire. Yes. And then... For the final complication that I get to throw at you all, before uh, before your plan goes according all according to Keikaku, I am going to throw. Uh, you know what? I don't. I feel like that this is a. It, do either of you? Do any of you have any ideas for complications that might be able to be thrown at you all? The only thing I can think of is that. I don't know why, but I'm imagining somebody is accidentally choking at the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> like, they took too big of a bite, and they got startled by all of the trees, like, attacking the town, and, like, got shocked, and they've been choking. Uh, Greta is choking. One of your followers is chur- is choking. I'm d- Listen, Johan, I don't trust myself to do the Heimlich without killing her. I need your help here. I need your delicate hands. I do have the hands of a watchmaker. <laughs> I need them soft, delicate hands. I just have these brutish, slime hands. Big, meaty claws. Um, okay, uh, Johan is going to rush over and attempt to do the Heimlich maneuver. Okay. The Lanschnacht maneuver. Uh, the Lanschnacht maneuver. So that is going to be uh, 
I believe you're trying to overcome something here. Mm-hmm. So, so that's blood? So that's blood. Uh, a chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not how that's supposed to go. There we go. I will roll a nine. Push blood. Is a nine. Here? Okay, so yeah. nine. Um, so with overcome... You can either pay a price and take a 10 plus, or you can create a temporary solution. Temporary solution will delay the threat, but when the time is up, it'll be back in force. Throws your bat, you throw your hip out. Yeah, I like that, actually. Johan does the Heimlich maneuver, but he throws his back out, and I will take a damage to my blood stat. Okay. Johan is not having the best day. You saved a life, though. Yeah, Johan runs over, delivers the Landschnecht maneuver, and there's a... And oh. he, uh... Greta is fine. Johan is doubled over. Just, Eve just comes oh. over and gently scoops Johan up into her arms and cradles him like a baby. Johan's gonna stick his thumb in his mouth and just, just be there for a minute. So, you all see the... As Eve had previously described, the cabers go flying and hit in their exact position that they need to. Smashing the drill, taking out the the machine that is creating the smog, and as it it stops there's a, uh, from Kit's point of view, the sky for a moment is on fire as the the smog itself alights, and for the first time in as far as some of the kids can remember, light actual sunlight is coming into town as the fog of despair that has settled over this town for the last couple of years has been dissipated. The people up on the hill who were under the effect of this magical smog um, kind of, they have kind of like the, the cloudiness in their eyes kind of leaves and they kind of look at each other and just kind of look to you all and the realization of what was happening hits them all, like, at the same time. There are a couple people who slink away in the ensuing chaos. People like Big T, the tobacco dispenser, Mm -hmm. and other people who were kind of in on it. Not Steve. Steve's cool. You know that Steve is Like my pushy suitor? Like your pushy suitor. Steve's cool. Steve's been in on it. Uh huh. So Steve, Steve, Steve thought that your idea was better. Okay. So uh, he, he's definitely in for this mind link, this mind tank that you have going on. <laughs> Steve wants to be Johan when they grow up. <laughs> but the people who were kind of you kind of had your suspicions about it, they kind of slink out in uh, in the confusion and head back to New Vespia words about what the fellowship has done. Mm-hmm. But for now, the people who are actually in charge of the town, who are happy that you're there, look to you all with smiles. And they offer you a place to stay. Yeah. We get to refresh our stats. We that's what you're excited about? <laughs> also, we help the town. There you also, go. I'm out of stats, man. I'm, I'm running on empty. 
<laughs> Here comes the sun, little bit. Oh, that very litigious. Let's <laughs> yeah, no, the Beatles are just suing you just for saying "Here comes the sun." Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. The the, the estate of the Beatles or whatever is just like, oh boy, <clears throat> allegedly. All right, we're good. Allegedly. I <laughs> saw the sun. It opened up my eyes. Oh, no, you know I'm gonna cut this. Parody redacted in Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank you all so much for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you enjoyed what you heard, why not give us a like, subscribe to the channel on your podcast app of choice, leave a comment, or even a review. It may be a small thing to you, but it helps us in the continued fight against the algorithm. You can follow us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost, on Facebook at A Pair of Dice Lost Podcasting, and hey, if you like the old-fashioned email, why not send a question into, you guessed it, A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. Our theme song for this campaign is Behind the Sword by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2017 under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, I think you and me just had a moment. So let's form a bond so we can both roll with hope. Hooray, we okay. did it! Okay. <laughs> All right. So, the temptation to make a fart noise was very, very I'm great. Okay. Uh, I am here for the roasted meat. Um, uh, so, uh... God damn it, I want a fucking whole cornbread sandwich. Oh, you smothered. bitch! <laughs> Why did you have to bring that up? That sounds amazing! <laughs> I didn't! I didn't bring a barbecue! You brought up a detailed description of your Roasted meats. <laughs> Jonathan! Guilty. I'm fat and I'm hungry. What do you want? Alright, so. How dare you? I it, want my barbecue pulled pork sandwich. Only in asbestos speed. Can we hook this up in the car so that we can <laughs> still run the game while we go and Jonathan <laughs> provides the pulled pork sandwiches? Uh, unfortunately, no. Ugh. No, just portable, po- portable podcasting has not yet happened, which would honestly make car rides that much more entertaining. It would. Being like, I don't think that one's going to be big enough for me. I wonder. Wrong voice, hang on. My upper horn, and we are going to start. <laughs> We're going to start. <laughs> We're going to start blasting this through. through. Through, through the upper horn and uh, all all across the upper waves. Why would you eat his fingers? No, I won't eat his fingers. Machines eat no, fingers. I, well, hello there. You've hung out on multiple scenes. I just I'm just roaming and assisting. Okay, let's uh let's yeah. I don't I don't want to stop your thunder, but like let's. I was just going to interject. Better working for an orc than smoking cigarettes from big tobacco. Say that, but maybe she's in the pocket of big tobacco. <laughs> it's true. Oh man, is her name Auntie Max? Oh. <laughs> is that his Aunt Max? Oh, that's good. Oh. I'll have to keep that for later. Oh, I hope you don't. No, oh, no. He will. 
She doesn't have Oogle to, uh, to look it up. <laughs> I will leave you here. I I hate <laughs> Upperton more and more. Like, every time. Doing the strut at you? He's uh, he's out of season one of When Calls the Heart. Yes, I watched it. It's bad. What? That was adorable. It was just a yawn. It was like a kitten. Brendan says the same thing. This is yawn like a kitten. <laughs> I've been sitting on this for three sessions. You all brought it up in session zero. We're gonna have to help Santa. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about helping Santa. I specifically recall Santa's blowjob lips in the wall. Um. Okay. Alright. Hi. Hi, audience. And his friend Merlin. It's me. I'm leaving you. It's me, I'm leaving you here. I will pick you up next week. This is me packing up my things. I have to go to work tomorrow. Also, I have the keys. You and your logic. I believe you were addressing the audience. I I was, but it's it's gone now. <laughs> I I don't remember. Oh, I do, I do. All right, session zero. Let's just. There was a heat wave. Uh-huh. Our story begins with our intrepid adventurers battling a dreaded heat wave in the basement, making characters AC might be broken. Sound test. It was yes. Yes. Okay. Sean the mascot, Jane the orc, Jonathan the outlander. Julia, the the ogre, the overlord with devil horns, uh, mascot culture, orc culture. There it is, Santa's castle. Santa's castle, written in green, circled in red. Really big. Yes. You thought I'd forgotten. I, but I didn't. I certainly have. I, I forgot. I didn't. I did it. I was waiting. I was like, Brendan's gonna bring it up. It's some horse piss time. <laughs> so. We really do need to scan these and put them up. Oh, right. Yeah. I agree. Because, like, I think th- I think this is some of the best writing work that I've ever done. Because apparently when I set the scene, because, like, I'll be real with you, audience members, I was in a lot of pain, so I took some meds for it. I'm not exactly um, 100%. So the scene as written was area cleared, townsfolk gathered, meats smoked, sauce is smathered, nobody choke, nobody smoke. So... What is brilliant. It is. How dare you? Just cut me off like that. Upperton sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair Cuckerton. Oof. Wow. Wow. Alright. Alright, so back <laughs> game. Thanks for uh, so. the lobby. <laughs> so back to game. Yes. Uh, I wrote it down. Playing. <laughs> Should I cross it out? Yeah. <laughs> Would you write down? Alistair Cuckerton. Yeah, no, don't. Let's. This is still supposed to be kind of a wholesome game. Oh, that's um, twisted. <laughs> it's um, a hawk. It eats birds. Yeah, like, if, I know this because I have friends that have raised chickens. You can literally just feed them anything. But it is that scene from Beautician and the Beast. My, you fed the chicken chicken? Yeah. It's Silence of the Chickens. <laughs> it's, it's fucked up. Before you answer your second question, 
I have a suggestion if you want to hear it. How do I stop this machine from eating children? I was just going to ask that. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. All according to Keikaku. Keikaku means plan. It does? Yeah. Oh. Um, didn't really speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, so for now, we're going to cut the recording. Thank you, Brandon. Woo! Good night, everybody.